I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and a very warm welcome to the Gallant View Rangers podcast. My name's Colin McDuff and I'll be your host this evening as we talk about all things Rangers and what a time to be <laughs> discussing that subject. Um, hello to all the listeners watching live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and to everybody who's watching the, the day after. Uh, just a wee bit of housekeeping up the, uh, at the very top of the show. If you can give us a wee like, follow and subscribe, whatever you're watching or listening to your podcast, it would be much appreciated. Obviously, it's a bit of a tough gig talking about Rangers at the current moment in time, but we'll do our very best to try and have a balanced view on the current affairs and no find the baby out with the bathwater. Here to try and keep me grounded, um, the very own Statling Waldorf of the Gallant View. First of all, joining for the continent, David Tomlinson. How are you, David? Yeah, well, I always say great, but not really, not really great, to be honest with you. Uh, well, I'm still having beautiful weather here, but that's the only thing I'm going to be, to be uh, nice about, to be honest. But uh, no, the results are uh, are not going our way, not good. And football's absolutely atrocious. Uh, we just get a, a team that looks like they've no confidence in at all anymore. Uh, they can't pass, they can't shoot. So, don't know. But anyway, uh, we'll get through, try and get through tonight's pod with a smile on our face and uh, go on to better things. <laughs> also joining us today, um, saying hello and waving goodbye, David Pollock. How are you? I bet you can't guess who I'm referring to. <laughs> <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. <laughs> no, it's good to be back on, guys. I mean, it's uh, obviously we need to get things in. Uh, a bit perspective, you know, we've got some uh, a wee window here for which to uh, kind of take stock, reset, however you want to put it. 
but uh, I, I'm I'm looking for the Rangers board here to uh, show some leadership, step up. It's why you're there. And one very very glimmer of positivity we have this Sunday evening is we've got five week weekends free of Rangers where it won't be ruined. We won't be sitting or pessimistic. Five weeks off, I've never been so looking forward to a, a, a World Cup so much. And just on that, Davy, we've got time for the board to make the decisions, try and get something in order, or we'll probably we'll get into this conversation what actually will happen if we don't make the tough decisions and we try and refocus and salvage a bit of a dignity for this season. But before we get into what the break looks like in the second half of the season, we'll just touch on a few points from from yesterday. David Teal, I'll come to you to begin with. A um, few changes in the lineup. Obviously, Ben Davies dropped out because he had a, a bit of a niggle. So we've seen James Sands and Leon King going to centre-half, uh, meant Glenn Kamara came in in the midfield, and a start for Scott Wright alongside Alfredo Morelos. Alfredo Morelos' first start in the league since March. Any surprises with the lineup given the lack of resources that we had? I no, it was Sorry. I think David I could have picked the team yesterday. Was it David T? Fuck it. I'll ask Bethys at some point. David P, when you come. <laughs> So I listened the the team yesterday. I think uh, wouldn't have been a, a long exercise for for Geo because there was uh, so few bodies to choose from. So I think we uh, pretty much could all have got nine out of eleven. I was a wee bit surprised to see Glenn Kamara back in there, uh, but and and Glenn's first half performance is surely the end for for, for that particular uh, chap because he's uh, I think he's checked out. We checked him in and he checked out. So it wasn't a huge surprise. It's uh, It was Leon King and, and Sands, you know, 18 and 21-year-old central defenders. They, uh, they were okay, first half, okay. But there's just that, that we, uh, I, I think, as Dave's already touched on, lack of confidence. It's, it's kind of coming out the screen at me watching it yesterday that there's just a severe lack of confidence within the team. There's a... Uh, we just need to believe it ourselves somewhat. But uh, yesterday's team, no surprises, really. It was the same, David, same faces we expected to see. <clears throat> aye. David, um, I know just on the, on the team line-up, I've seen a lot of people say that we've got Charlie McCann in there, Alec Lowry should have been in contention and bench at least. Johnny Fecko was even named in the bench and people are saying, why not start him as a defender? See, given uh, Leon King being kind of fond of the bus, and we're going to come into a, a further conversation about Leon King later in the show, but I really, given how King is kind of fond of the deep end, this isn't the right environment, in my opinion, for three, four youth players to try and go and learn their trade. Mm. I wasn't really clamouring for the likes of Charlie McCann to get a start yesterday. No, well, when, the the way you want to bring in young players is with an old head next to them. The likes of with Davy Weir in the, in the day uh, brought in the boy Wilson for a while. Um, that that's the way you want to bring them in. And the way we are just now, we're just a shambles. There's no way you want to bring in a young boys when 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 the whole team's a shambles and not not. I mean, there's just no. 
Yeah, I think there's fight, but I just don't know. They just they all look like they don't know where they're where they're running. And as as I said a few weeks ago, we're supposed to be doing all uh, training is supposed to be with a ball, but there's not one of them can shoot. Alfredo can he shoot? Uh, Tillman put the ball past the post yesterday when he when it was easier to hit the goal. Uh, Kamara didn't dare to, to take a shot when he gave it a good chance. And uh, right, put the ball past the post. They, they just don't. Yeah, I don't know the basic skills. They just seem to have lost. And um, yeah, the, the the only one that I, I would have gave past Mars. I thought Kent played quite good. I thought he's uh, he's coming on to a game. Everybody else has got off a game, and he seems to be coming on to a game. But um, no, it's just uh, it's it's just they they just don't look. They don't look fit. They don't look like they've got confidence. And everything's just been blown apart. And if you look at Gio's face, I mean, I, I, I said this when when we, when he signed for Rangers. I, I didn't want him at that time because I remember that look when he was with Feyenoord, the, the little boy lost look, and he had the exact same with Feyenoord. He just in the end up, he just didn't have a clue what was going on there. And in fact, they, they brought in an advocate at a time to help him as well because because they seen that he was not doing that great. But um, no, it's, 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 it's there's just something wrong, and uh, it's the same with the with, with the. Some days put it on the the WhatsApp uh, for us. There was not one when we were one 0 down. There was not one Rangers coach out of his seat. They were all sitting in the dugout. There was not one of them getting up and, and trying to uh, give, give a bit of. Uh, a help or, or, or confidence or they all just sat in the, the, the seat with their with their arms folded, not helping anybody. And yeah, no, it's for me there's only one solution to the whole thing and that's uh, the uh hopefully, hopefully, I don't know whether you want me to mention but the the rumors are the of, of, of something happening tomorrow, hopefully it's true. Aye, it, is a, it is a wild rumour. Let's, let's put it aye. that way. We, we will come to that. Um, but just touching on the game yesterday, because um, I, I want to finish this conversation and put yesterday out of my mind uh, as quickly as I can. Davey Paul, I'll, I'll come to you. Um, kind of touching on what Davey was saying there. The lack of fitness, and for me, what was worrying was the lack of basics that we've seen for so many. Just being able to complete a straightforward pass throughout the team, middle to front, wasn't there. Um, Decision-making was terrible, and even the likes of Alfredo Morales, and I know he's a very easy shape goal, but he wasn't the only one that had a terrible game yesterday. The ball was just sticking, the poor first touch. I actually think... um, I kind of felt a wee bit sorry for Scott Wright and Ryan Kent because I could see what they were trying to do. They were trying to pull things off, but the more and more the game went on, the more the rest of the team just reverted to type and there was long balls into the box. The worrying thing for me, Colin, was that they they just did not display the behaviours of a team who are together because Glenn Kamara clearly didn't want to be there. Alfredo Morelos didn't want to be there. So they, that, you know... They, the players who are round about them can sense all of this. They know all about it. They've all been in that changing room as, as they left. So that, that team are not playing as a team. And and it's been reflected in the results. So and that comes straight from the from the coaching staff, you know, and the manager. So clearly there's something wrong and we have to change it. So how how 
you know, deeply we go in terms of changing it as to, you know, can Gio will, will, will turn things around or there's a new coach and a new team because at the moment it isn't working. So something has to change. It's, uh, it's, it's no more complicated than that for me. So, without further ado, then it's a, I'm not going to touch on the on the goal. Um, I think I, I think uh, straightforward penalty eventually, but I think we know the issues we've had. But I think uh, for, for Rangers podcast, there's probably a few more pressing topics. Um, just for the, anybody who hasn't been listening before, the last couple of weeks we have been all firmly united, and we think it's time for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to go. So. The conversation this evening, gents, says, do you think he should go? Um, I'm wanting to get a conversation as do we realistically see the board getting rid of him over the World Cup? So the the rumour that David Thomason mentioned uh, before that's been doing the rounds on WhatsApp and Twitter tonight is the Rangers board are going to be holding a press conference at 12 tomorrow morning. So I'm just going to... I'll, I'll happily hold my hands up if I'm wrong, but I don't see that happening. Rangers have never announced a a press conference to announce that somebody is departing. It's a statement. If they uh, if they hold a press conference, they're opening themselves up to questioning for the board, putting themselves under pressure. This Rangers board don't do that at the best of times, let alone when they're in the firing line. I don't see that happening. Um, if anything, it would be a statement. So, David Thomason, I'll come to you first. Do you see the board getting rid of Gio within the, the World Cup? <laughs> Yeah, see, well, first of all, I want to go back to a few things that, that um, every every time Gio, uh, at the end of a game, his press conferences, we, we, we see a few things that we, we need to change. We'll analyse the game and uh, we'll, we'll make sure that they don't happen in the future. Yesterday again, a throw-in. The goal that they got came from a throw-in. How many goals this season have we lost from a throw-in? I know we lost one against Celtic. Uh, we lost one a couple of weeks back. Lost, uh, Livingston, I think, was a throw-in as well. We're losing goals from simple throw-in. How the heck can that happen? Yesterday, uh, Barisic, I don't know what he was doing. He ran forward. He, he was marking, uh, is it Main, that, that guy Main? Uh, he, he ran forward, out the road, at the ball. Sands, he ducked. And it's just, the, the thing is, we're not learning from these things. I don't know what they're analysing. I don't know what they're, they're, uh, they're, they're watching. They're obviously not watching the same as us. And it, you've seen that after the goal yesterday that, that Gio was right down on uh, the, the, the guy next to him, the, the, the young trainer from Ajax, I think it was. He, he had obviously had the... the the game on, on his, his laptop and they looked at the goal right away. He must see that. He, he must see it. And, and, and Gio's that, that more worried about looking at these, these booming pictures than he is getting out onto the park and, and, and giving the guys a blast up for, for losing a goal. And that's that, that, that's just it. So to go on to it, do I think they'll, they'll, they'll make a... I think they've got to. I, I think things are too far. Uh, I, I think um, I don't see it. see if there was a wee bit of light at the tunnel then you could say okay we'll wait and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hold on and we'll see, give Geo time 
and I seen Dick Advocate asking the Rangers board to give him time as well. But there's there's absolutely no light at the end of the tunnel. That there's no not one sign that this team is improving in any week. In fact, it's completely the opposite. It's like we're just going backwards and backwards and backwards. So do I think the board will do it? I think they've got to. Whether it's at this right time, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a wee bit like you. I, I, I think I, I think they'll try and stick it out. But um, to, I, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know the financial side of it. I don't know. Obviously, we've got the money from Gerard that that would probably cover the the geo even. So that would be probably a, a swap for a swap. The money for Gerard goes straight through to Geo. Well, yeah, I mean, Geo's not going to walk away for nothing. That's for sure. But uh, no, I think I, I think the board have got to act. Why, why would they keep it on? I mean, it's going to go at the end of the season. If we play like this to the end of the season, and say, say we play like this against Celtic when and, and the the game coming up, it's not going to be a life for Gio. He's got he's, he's got. I mean, he he's not going to have a life in Glasgow. So I would, I would for the board to I would think right away we've got to we've got to put him out of his misery. So. Before anybody in the comments jumps to my throat, I just need to reiterate that I think this is time for Jay to move on. I just I don't see him getting the tune out of this group of players. But David touched on the um, the financial side of it there, and but I think we need time put our time put our heads in the what the the border are seeing rightly or wrongly. So I think with the finances up, there is money there, limited money there, going with the. The the latest um, accounts that have came out, but if you look at how much has to be invested in the Rangers, we do need to start investing in the first team squad, um, moving players on, moving some of the higher earners on, and bringing new folk in. That has to happen regardless of who's going to be the manager in January, whether it's you or somebody else. We need to start planning money to rebuild this squad. I think the board are well aware of that and they have been aware of that. I just don't see them putting that money aside as well as paying to bring a new manager in. I think any new manager is going to be a gamble for them because it's a very difficult job. They need to get a, a tune out of this squad who, time and time again, this group of players have have become complacent, have become ball merchants um, in a cycle. We spoke about that cycle on the pod. It goes back to the Gerard days. So the new new manager, if he comes in, he has to get a tune off this group of players as well as start rebuilding the squad as well. And that's going to be a gamble. I think the, the board have in their heads that they may as well take the gamble in jail. And that's why I don't see them. I don't, I don't see them making that decision. I don't agree with it. But David Park, what's your thoughts? Can you see it happening? First of all, can I just touch, go back to David about the, the throw-ins and yesterday where no one challenges for the ball. The corners that we were conceding yesterday were exactly the same. When the corner arrives in, in our six-yard box, it's then, you know, what Arthur Montford used to know as the goal-mouth stromash. There's no one there actually gets on the end of the ball, clears it, you know, put distance on the ball, clear it outside. The ball eventually, you know, we get the second touch, third touch, and then it becomes a frenzy to see who can get a strike on the ball. So we almost lost a goal a couple of times before the throw-in actually happened. So I just thought I'd point that out. But on the in terms of the board, 
I, I don't think they have a choice here. That's uh, it's Hobson's choice they're left with. So they sh- they will have, you know, some provision for for such eventualities, you know, and it's n- not unlike the situation we had with Kashinia, you know, when he had spent some money, you know, in foreigners and Mexicans and you know, a little ragtag out. And it cost us money. You know, we realised that uh, Pedro was absolutely nuts and that, you know, we had to make the change. So I think we, uh, Gio wasn't absolutely nuts, just not very good. So, I mean, and, and he's now been, I think it's this, this week he'll been in the, the job a year. So we've pretty much, you know, had a year's worth of league results to look at and say, is Gio going to do it for us? Are Rangers going to be winning trophies? Because... First and foremost, when the board do their calculations, that should be absolutely first and foremost. Rangers need to win trophies. So, you know, and if we need to fork out some money to get the, the, the right set of circumstances in place for that to be delivered, then that's, that is their solemn duty. It's not, this is not a business where we're, you know, people are investing their pension funds in Rangers. This is, a, this is a, an exercise for Rangers to win trophies. You know, and and we, we obviously have to make money or at least break even in, in our efforts to do that. But that is their sole consideration. That well, that's their main consideration. Obviously, we have to keep the place solvent. But Geo's not going to do that. Therefore, the decision. You know, if you an, an A4 piece of paper and a pencil, in five minutes you can work it out. He's got to go. You know, the results over over the piece of a year. You know, we got to the Europa League final. She was an absolutely amazing achievement, you know. But the the behaviour of that team and the confidence, you know, that and that you're going to Ibrox and believing, you know, and you could see that, you know, that when the players took the pitch, they believed they could do it, you know. And with the Leipzig game being the obvious example, when when they left the one 0 defeat in Leipzig and and the squad were supremely confident that they could go back to Ibrox and take them, and and ultimately they did. We don't have any confidence at the moment. We've obviously got a huge injury list, which is having a huge impact because Connor Goldson out of that central defence, and I know there's people who are for Connor and for against him, but by Christ, do we miss Connor Goldson? Because uh, you know, just in terms of you know, his ability to win that ball, organisation in defence, and and it's now being reflected in the results. But we should have cover for those for those guys. We don't, and that for me is down to player recruitment. And the setup of the team that's on the way out, so I think Gio has has shot his bolt. There's there's no getting back. It, there's no one has any confidence in him, and I just don't see that being ever coming back again. We just can't get the toothpaste back in the tube. So it's gone. It's it's a question of time, and it'll be a. And if the board don't act, then more fool them. I'd say I, I would rather they did it now this week to give whoever is coming in in their place some time to get things fired up so that when this year that we do win trophies, so that even if it's the League Cup, Scottish Cup, because I think the league now probably beyond us, we've just left ourselves too much to do. We're now in the position where we need to win the three old firm games just to draw level with them, and we're still probably behind them in goal difference, which is a, a tall order at the best of times. But can you really trust this Rangers team to go on a run where we will beat everyone else? Everyone else fancies their chances against Rangers, and, and and why wouldn't they look at look at the results? So, no, Gio's got to go. It's, it's the bo- bottom line. 
that that last point you said there about trusting the Strangers team and I've been harking on about the mentality and the consistency of this group of players long before um, I, I made my mind up about Gio. I mean, just for any, anybody who's not been listening, the rest of the pod has all made their mind up about Van Braun Cross long before I did because my issue is the group of players and how we see this cycle time and time again. So that leads me into my next talking point about the, the rebuild that we need over over the next three, four windows, because it's it's no football manager. We just can't sell on twenty players and bring in twenty new players. It's not going to work like that. Um, especially, I mean, out of contact players, we can move them on. But players who who we want to move on, we we need somebody to want to come in and buy them. So, David Tomlinson, um, who before we look at what we need to bring in, because referring back to the budgets this Rangers board will work within their, their means and I don't want to criticise too much for that given where we were 10 years ago. Um, also, there has to be a balance with it. But do you see us moving anybody on in January and who would you like to see moved on in January for the players? Well, I don't I don't think many people are interested in the players that we've got just now. I don't see Morelos getting a move to the Premier Division. Uh so I, I just don't see anybody wanting him in January. Yeah, who 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 would who would want? Maybe Nice will come back in for Kamara and try and get him on the cheap now. Uh, but I, I don't see. I mean, what players? What players would any other team be interested in? And even if I was a I was a, a Premier League team or a, a Championship team in England. Would you be interested in Kamara? It's the second time now that he's chucked it. He chucked it with. Dundee when he came to us, now he's chucked it with us, trying to get a bit since he's got a move, he's hardly kicked the ball. So, I mean, who would, who would, who would I, I know if I was uh, the, the director of a football club, I would be going like that, but I don't want somebody like that. So I don't really know who we, who we can move on. There's, there's really nobody. I think we've got to bring in a new manager. He can work with what he's, what he's got just now. I mean, sometimes I could kick up the bum. Uh Helps bet helps a lot more than than bringing in new players. But and, bear in mind, and again, I I don't want to sound like a broken record. That kick up the arse is only going to last so long with this group mm-hmm. of players because they will yeah. we'll see this again for them the next year. Yeah, oh, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I mean, a, a manager making a difference is only a short term thing, um, especially when the when the, the I mean the skill set just seems to have lost them. Uh, they seem to have lost the skill set to, 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 to trap a ball, to, to pass a ball. I don't know, don't know what's it. And whether that's training, I mean, I, I, I still put it down to basic fitness because if you're not fit, you can't. I mean, have you seen with Morelos yesterday and Kamara? Their, their first touch was absolutely, the second touch was a sliding, a slide tackle. Uh, so that, that's just fitness for me. And um, no, it's. Uh, I just think we've got a bit Glenn Kamara, David. There's a question came in for, for Curry. Um, is it true about him and Van Broncross arguing in the tunnel? So, also, I don't want to delve too much into speculation, but that really wouldn't surprise me if um, there was words between Van Broncross and Kamara in the tunnel because Kamara's not looked interested at all this year, and I don't think Gio's ever really taken a shine to him. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I don't know. I didn't see them arguing in the tunnel, so I don't know. But it wouldn't surprise me if, and I think that's it. I mean, I've I've never been a Barry Ferguson fan, but I think now if Barry Ferguson was in that dressing room, 
he would be standing up and and and, and giving loudly to everybody because that, that's I think they just miss somebody to stand up and and again uh, to criticise them to tell to tell Gio, listen, this is not working what you're doing, and but they just seem to be. I, I mean, I think it's I mean Tavernier, you know, I, I can imagine he's like one of these wee dogs in the in the back of a car window, you know, that keeps going like that the whole day. Um, they, they need somebody to stand up. Then somebody needs to, to stand up and say, "Listen, this is no, this is no working. Your your training's not not improving us at all, and that's the way it's supposed to be. The, the training's supposed to improve players, but as I say, they're just uh, just going going backwards and backwards. Can I just say one thing, Colin? I see a, a, a few obviously Celtic supporters. Uh, Joining in. Go and get me shut down, Davy. Do not get me <laughs> shut down. Here. No, I won't. I won't. I'm just going to say there's a court case going on in Glasgow at the moment with an ex Celtic employee. They should be far more interested in that than in joining into a Rangers podcast. That's all I'll say about it. Well, aye. The, I've never understood. We very rarely speak about Celtic at all on here, um, unless we're maybe making comparisons or in the build up. Um, I appreciate the views. Um, that my, my wee spell and follow follow meltdowns through the week game actually it, it brought some light heart, much needed light heartedness into uh, the Gallant Field group chat. Some of the comments I'll read some of them out. Um, for MD, it's no seen it. Um, the beginning of the season uh, predictions pod. I obviously predicted Rangers to win the league, and this made its way to fall for meltdowns. And um, <laughs> some of the comments were excellent. I spy four council houses. Um, <laughs> my favourite one is just somebody. The only bad thing is the guy spelt Colin with two L's. He spelt it wrong, but he just said that Colin's a fucking clown. I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> so, no, but if it gets my views up, then we'll fill them. David Paul, I'll come to you on. The same, the same topic of conversation about moving folk on in January. Um, I'm, I'm with David T. Like, who's going to take Glenn Kamara right now, or who's going to pay money for the deadwood we've got? Nobody's going to buy um, one of the injured players, like Hollander Roof or whoever. I think two, two players of conversation are Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent, because, well, it's not going to be what we could have sold them on for. Over over two years ago, there's potentially somebody who's going to take them off their hands. Where do you land on their futures with Angels? Do A, do they both have have one? And B Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
does it go beyond next summer? Uh, well, I would I would hold back on that. So, sorry, f- first of all, the, the, I'm sorry about misspelling your name and that uh, comment. That <laughs> <I did. laughs> but in terms of, I would be looking for whoever's coming in and, instead of, of uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst to be able to assess the squad. So we'll be relying on the professional manager that who, who comes in after him to assess the squad, who he can work with, who he can't work with, and then he has the, 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 the A4 sheet of paper and it's just a tick or it's a score. You know, he's good, he's good, he's good. I can work with him. That may take a couple of weeks. It may the, the whole four weeks of his of the World Cup for him to get a list. Then we, they have to... Ross Wilson's got the job of finding replacements and, and moving... The, the, the names that have been crossed out out the door, which is not a quick exercise. I, I can fully appreciate that. But things are not going to get better until we change. So we have to change. We have to make those changes. We have to be bold. Let's not kid ourselves on it. Ain't we, to repeatedly do the same thing and, and, and get the same result, that's just daft. And I'm sure that the board will be uh, smarter than that. I'm sure Gio has already worked it out. Because he read read the room, Gio. He he probably knows. You can, you can see it in his face. I I didn't actually shame on me. Uh, continue that watching it yesterday to see his post match comments because his post match comments are are much of a muchness. So I could probably run it through my head as to what he would have said anyway. So, but I think Gio has shot his bolt. It's uh, there is no more there. The the team are not in it together. They are not operating as a team. You know, and it doesn't surprise me that if he's had a wee ding dong with Kamara, and which is, I mean, I, I'm hoping that he was having more of a, a blast at Kamara than Kamara was. Well, I mean, what would Kamara say in his defence? You know, it could only be, well, you're a shite manager or something, you know, along those lines. What would his response be to, to, to Gio giving him a both barrels saying, you're an absolute disgrace of a professional football player because you've gone out there, not tried a leg. You, as, as David said, you played the same game at Dundee and now you've checked out at Rangers. I mean, I don't see a whole lot of people coming from, uh, you know, other clubs to be queuing at the door to sign a player with an attitude like that. So, the, and the attitude is of, of some of them, Morelis is, was just a disgrace. I've given up on Alfredo. He's, yesterday was... You know, he just seemed to want to pick a fight with people. You know, when we've got we've got three points to get here, that's the most important thing in the park, not your ego. And he just, as we said before, he just paddles his own canoe. So there's big decisions to be made. We need to we need to make it, the changes the sooner the better. What about Ryan Kent, Davy? Does he have a future at Rangers? Me or Davy? Davy Park, and I'll come to you, Davy T. Ryan Kent for me is uh, is is a bit of frustration because he's got loads of ability. But what I do like about Ryan Kent, he's also got a good attitude. He doesn't give up. He he always, you know that you can see that that a wee kind of slump in his shoulders where, you know, he's things are not coming off from him and he's getting a bit frustrated. But I I certainly couldn't question Ryan Kent in terms of his commitment because for me, he uh, he puts in the. He puts in the effort. It doesn't always come off for him, but he, he doesn't give up. Some of the others, I would say, I've just checked out. I wouldn't include Ryan Kent in that list. Um, I'm the same. Uh, when it comes to Morelos and Ryan Kent, I'm firmly of the opinion that Ryan Kent 
can still deliver the Rangers, and I think we need to. I think I would be looking to keep him. Uh, maybe for another year or two, I wouldn't be breaking the bank for it. But I think we 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 can say it's not not been the application this season. He has put his effort in. He's just been like many other players, just short of confidence, short of form. And I feel so sorry for him because our tactics for the most part this season when the chips are down has been going wrong. Give the ball to Ryan and he'll do something against two or three players and. Instead of somebody being brave and tying it up and trying to make something, we've no, we've made, we've played the safe ball to either James Tavney or Ryan Kent, who both look as if they need a bit of support. And there's nobody coming in uh, for the benches, for the sidelines, ready to replace them. So Adam Devine's not ready. Like some Matondo, Sakala, Scott Wright, none of them are viable options to play week in, week out. Alfredo Morelos, however, is a, is a different yellow fish for me. It's, that come back to this cycle that we keep on seeing for certain players. The cycle of Alfredo Morelos says he will down tools, he will be petulant. And the most frustrating thing is he's doing himself a bigger disservice than he is doing Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, David Thompson, I'll come into you. What I can't understand why Alfredo Morelos two years ago, he could have. He should have been saying within 18 months, I can be playing anywhere in Europe. But no, he's. He's not got himself fit, and again, it's very easy to say that's under Gio. He'd done this under Gerard. He's done this time and time again. He's come back. He's had a petted lip, and he's frustrated the life out of me. And yesterday, that's just the same old bad attitude we've had time and time again from him. Well, I mean, I used to be a great fan of Alfredo, and I may be the wrong person to talk about anybody because I wasn't, I wasn't the easiest employee either. I was always the. the oh, I can the, fucking imagine what? that. <laughs> <laughs> I was always a rebel without a name, but um, no, it's uh, it's uh, it just I, I I wonder do these players never ever look at themselves in the mirror and think, am I doing the best for my own career here? Because it just seems to, I don't see, but, I mean, Morelos has been really this, this him getting sent off every for stupid things, for flicking out his hand. I, I mean, you know you're going to, for having a wee sly kick at people, you know you're going to get sent off for things like that in Scotland. I mean, I mean okay, maybe the first time, but somebody should have sat down with him and said, Alfie, you get sent off for things like that here. You're not, you're not playing in uh, Colombia now, you're, you're or Helsinki even. Um I, I just don't understand. The same way with Kamara. Does he never think I'm I'm gonna get I'm I'm getting in my own way here. I'm I'm stopping my own way forward. And I just don't I just don't understand it. And no and on the Kent uh topic I would, but I just think Kent has been shackled to the touchline. And the only time he tries to come in when he when he's got the ball, but he never makes runs through the channels, you you watch any, and, and in fact he done it last week and we scored from it. So that's a, there's actually no movement through the channels from the midfield through the channels. When Arfield comes on, it happens a bit, but that's it. Tillman very rarely does it. Tillman's always looking for the ball at his feet. Uh, there's not one player in that team that, that that runs through, makes runs through the channels, and that's where we're missing. When do you ever see? Uh, Kent without the ball making a run through the channel. 
doesn't. He just goes, sticks out to the wing, to the ball goes to Barisic, then Barisic passes it on to him. And uh, but he did. He never has a run through the channel that 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 we can. Somebody can pick him out, and that's the dangerous balls. That's that's the balls that you need. Sticking the giving him the ball out in the wing, where within ten seconds, no, within ten, within a few seconds, there's two men uh, covering them. And and if it was just one off, then you could say okay. But this is a thing that's happening every week, week in, week out. And Gio analyzes the game. If he doesn't see that, we all see it. How does he not see it and change things? Don't know. And that's that's why I asked this point about who moves on because when you look at the current available squad we've got, we I don't really know what you change. Um, I, I know I know we can go into the tactics and the man management side of it, but I, I straight like for like yesterday. I was quite pleased to see when he took Glenn Kamara off for Scott Arfield and it didn't work out, but I don't really know what else he could have done because I, I said I don't think it was the right time for um, Charlie McCann to come on, but it's, and this is not all of it is Gio's fault in terms of the way the squad is, that's where the board and the recruitment comes in as well, but it's what, what do you change? Um, Another player I said at the start I wanted to kind of touch on and it kind of leads on to how we see the, the next six months uh, going. It's it's around the centre-half position, so all going well. Connor Golson will be back. Hillander uh, back expected February, March. John Suter maybe a bit sooner, but how reliable they'll be, I don't know. We like to think Ben Davies can maybe muster up the courage to play two games a week at some point. But it leaves the question around Leon King, and I want both your takes on it, but I'll start with you, David Park, um, on how how you view this season for him and his future. Uh, the reason I want to I want to ask about it, it really has it really has split a lot of Rangers fans. Um and a lot of Rangers fans are really writing him off, and I can't even really see why. I, I'll be honest, I see so much potential in him. And see, when we talk about this group of young players coming through, Lowry, Robbie Ewer, McCann, Devine, I put Leon King at the top of that list. And But having said that, he's had a time of it. He has made mistakes. While he has been put in a really pressure situation, there's basic mistakes that he's been making. But I would say... Our experienced players are making the same basic mistakes. Um, for me, I think he's really come back a much stronger player for this. Um, sorry, I should say it was really nice to see Rangers tweet that he's um, he's recovering well in hospital and all the best to Leon King. But, David, I'll start with you first. Thoughts on Leon King? Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100%, Colin. I think the boy has obviously got talent. He will get better as there is no substitute for experience. It's just not there. So he will get physically stronger. He'll be more tactically aware. He'll be a more confident defender. And as you said, he's uh, no worse than anyone else in that team. So it would be, I mean, it's so wrong of us, you know, to be throwing Leon King under the bus and saying, you know, you're, you're no good enough to play for Rangers. That's just nuts. That's nuts because, if, I mean, of all our defenders, you know, Connor Goldson, I mean, there's a, there's a, fair proportion of the range of support, you know, who would gladly wave Connor Baba in the summer. You know, I, I'm, I'm not one of them, but I, I know a few. So, and he's a seasoned campaigner. 
So for for you to you know have the same argument about Liam Ping when the boy's eighteen, you know, he's his attitude is excellent. He's technically quite good. There's obviously improvement in him, which is uh, what we just have to hold on for. So no, Leon King for me is 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 on the team, so to speak. David Tomlinson, I hope. What what I like uh, about Leon King, not just this season, but when he started to break into the uh, the first team, that he it does seem to grow, to take things on, and he's learning more and more. And although he's been up had a hard run of games, he is starting to deal with the physicality of the game a bit more in the dark arts, and you can see him growing as a player. I think we take any positives with the. Uh, um, the position he's put in is that he's well, he's level and maybe grounded a wee bit. I think it has been a very humbling experience, but I think um, he should be able to recognise that he can fit into this Rangers team, but he's maybe not the man to lead a defence right now. So uh, for me, as a young boy, what I'm, what I'm looking for from him to go and develop is to absolutely know that he can be a great supporting centre-half, but start working on the areas where he has to improve on from the likes of Golson, Davies, the defenders around him. Uh, what I wouldn't like to see is like the hype to get too much and it's a Danny Wilson who moves on too quickly too soon and it's just it's, he's a bit part player for a bigger team. Well, I said right at the beginning when he comes in, you can't depend on an 18-year-old boy. It's uh, I mean, this isn't the way he should be being brought into the team. We haven't got a lot of choice in that, unfortunately. But it isn't the way. And I, I said right from the beginning, it's, it, 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 there's no way is he ready to be a first-team player every week and uh, 90 minutes every week. And that, that's most... I mean, there is an, an odd one that will that, that'll, creep through Derek Johnson, but that was a different different era as well. Players are a lot fitter now, a lot um, more... Uh, yeah, the, the game's a lot more aggressive as it, as it, as it was then. Uh, you had far more time in the ball then than you than you've got now. I mean, unfortunately, on so I saw on uh, the weekend and, and Saturday that you don't get a second. It, it, that taking that touch was lethal. Uh, you should just have put the boot through it instead of trying to take a touch. Uh, and that's that's the kind of things. But I, I mean, well, about. Two, two, three months ago, he was playing against teams like Stirling University and I uh, don't know any other teams that are in that league, but on uh, you can't expect them to, to, to be uh, all of a sudden uh, a grade A first-team player for Rangers. That's, that's not the way it works. He should, he should have been brought in, and as I said, we have a player like Davy Wheel, like Connor Golson. Um, I'm... Oh, as well, I'm not. I don't think Connor Golson's the greatest defender in the world either. So uh, certainly a, a lot of mistakes in Connor Golson, but um, but sometimes he's he is brilliant. He's he can, Connor Golson's can be the sort of a one minute he's brilliant and the next minute he makes a, a mistake where uh, where you think mm, that that shouldn't happen. But um, no, it's not um, Leon's fault. He should. Be able to hopefully settle down and hopefully when he comes back uh, after the World Cup, I take it, I take it hopefully that it'll just be a, a, a few weeks uh, that he'll be out. And when he comes back, that there's a few fitter players uh, back and that he can be brought in the way he should be brought in with just getting t- 
time, time, small times, and building up his career and not just throwing him in front of the bus. Absolutely, and um, cute Kanji in the comments makes a really, really good point. Um, if you're going to make it at Rangers, then you need to be able to handle criticism. And mm-hmm. by no means am I saying that Leon King just gets a pass because he's 18. That's not how football works. Um, I think he has to accept that for yesterday's role, he has to do so much better. And there is mistakes that he's made, but again, it's not the be-all and end-all if you make these mistakes at 18 because I said at the start of the season, I think best-case scenario, if all going well, then McCann, Lowry and King get between 10 and 15 games each throughout the full year. King's already filled that quarter um, and know the circumstances that we want. Um, but just because you're a young boy doesn't mean that you just get a bye every week as well. You do need to stand up and learn from it. But The thing is, Colin, as well, and it's unfortunate, and I'm not blaming Leon for it, but the mistakes, they're, co- they're costing us the league as well. And that's, uh, I mean, when you're playing for Rangers, we can't afford that, to bring in a player that makes mistakes like that. So that's uh, that that's the thing as well. We we really need to to get a centre half, get a, a good centre half pairing, really, because we've we've not had a good centre half pairing uh, for virtually a season and a half. And we really need to get a good centre half pairing that that that's not injured every week. And uh, I don't know. Ross Wilson really needs to look at himself because bringing in players that, 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 as you say, can't play two games after each other is is no use to anybody, no use to Rangers. Definitely. So can I just say, on, in defense, sorry, Paul, can I just say in, in Leon King's behalf and in support of Leon King, defending You were on the phone in the day. He asked you to pass this message on, did he? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I wasn't going to do it until the check had arrived, but I'm, I'm going to go in for it anyway. So the, the the defending should start with the forwards through the midfield, through to to the central defenders who should be the, the you know the last line of defence. And I'll tell you what, our two fullbacks, you know, with Born on left and Tavo on the right. I mean, if you want to start totting up mistakes, Borna is incapable of keeping crosses out of the box. You know. It, as, as, as we said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Borna plays like, you know, the, the guy on the right wing's got a knife because he won't go within two yards of him. He doesn't, doesn't close them down tight enough, stop the cross, you know, and then when the ball does come into the box, it's the central defenders then have got more, you know, decisions to make. You know, there's more likelihood of... of so the number of times the ball gets into our box is an issue. We should be cutting off that supply. So give our, our central defenders an easier time. So uh, for all the defenders will make mistakes. So it would be, and the only way that Leon King is going to identify where he needs to improve his game is when he's playing at the top level. So we have to get the boy in there. He hasn't looked out of depth. He's gone out. He's played in the Champions League. You know, we've been happy enough to send him back to play in the Champions League. So to uh, to start uh, having a, a pop on now would just be so off the mark because. He will learn from the mistakes, identify the improvement opportunities, work on the training ground, be a better defender. That's a natural part of the process for any young player. So, And if he's got the appetite to do that and the energy to do it, then he's exactly the type of player I would want at Rangers. Not Glenn Kamara, who's swanning about, you know, I just don't fancy it today. I'll just no bother my arse. No, that's not for me. Will we learn from this coach, though, uh, Davy? That's that's well, you've got to add yourself as well. Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it, Davy. You know, he has to be. There has to be the right coaching staff. 
you know, to identify that, the, the, the development and put in place a program to achieve the level that the, the coaching staff believe he can get to and they have to deliver it. He has to be willing to do it, you know, so it's it's really much a, it's a two-way street. He has to have the potential, he has to have the, the, the right attitude and he has to have the backup. All those need to be in place. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much true for all our players. And that's what really we need to get to because I, I see a, a severe disconnect between our players at the moment. They just don't strike me as a very good team. They look weak. They, 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 they point at one another and it's they, they, all, they, they check out. The, I think the term that I used yesterday, and it's not a technical term, is that they look like a bunch of shite bags because they, they, they just don't, they're not in it together, and and it's it's like a blame game. You know, as long as I'm okay, you know, just pass the ball to someone else, take responsibility, and that for me is the sign of it's a an very easy way team. out. Time and time again, it's a safe ball. Time and mm. time again, but yeah. we both. Another sorry, call. Another funny thing is is um, uh, well, maybe I'm putting a subject on that you agree with. Is Alec Lowry? The geo geo says he's he's fit. He's just not. I'm just not named him in my pool. This is a really funny thing as well. I don't so, understand this. I'll be honest. And back to this, I, I think when your team's not doing well, you you clamour for the answer when it's not there. Alec Lowry has got to turn into a fantastic football player if he keeps showing how he's doing. He's not the man to save Rangers right now. And while he may add something different, I just don't. I don't see him or McCann coming in and changing games you know, and carrying a team of season pros, I'll be honest. Um, so I think at the same time, I think he should be on the bench and because he'll maybe add a bit more than a Glenn Kamara or an Arfield or something right now as a different option. He's he's no going to turn around games uh, when your defence and your attack and the rest of your midfield aren't at it. No, I'm not, I disagree with a wee bit with Lowry. Um, I, I, I think he's already showed that he can do something in the first team. And then we heard, we heard the rumour at, at the start of the season that he hadn't been a good boy. And that seems to have, in, in my view, uh, he, he would have, if Alex Lowry was fit and uh, to go, he would have been on, at least on the bench because he was on the bench at the beginning of the season, or not at the beginning of this season, the end of last season. And... I, I just don't. I think there's obviously something happened there, and that it just seems to be with so many players that this manager uh, has has uh, has trouble with. Uh, I mean, he's got his men to go. You'll never see Lundstrom on the side. You'll never see Kent on the side because he, these are his, his the, the men that he, the first pick in his in his team sheet. But he seems to. He also seems to have players that. They'll never get. They'll, they'll never sort of please him. So that brings me to my next point, Davey, and it's something that a few. And by the way, it's um, I can see the reaction in the comments of um, you know of their um, porker healthy Alec where he said, "I I do agree that he should be in and about the squad, but I don't think Gastro he's going to change the results." Um, but what you mentioned there, David Tomlinson, was around the players available and the players that Gio trusts and the players, more importantly, the players that he does need to us who are filling up spaces in the bench or there's no one else. There has been a bit of chat in the comments about the injury list and there is mixed opinions about how much weight we put in the injury list to 
like t- which leaves us in the position we're in. So, so big Phil, I think rightly so. He says Jail's been unlucky with injuries, and again, I think we always look for a black and white argument where, in actual fact, we live in a grey world. Just because Jail's been unlucky with injuries doesn't mean that Jail's not made any mistakes. Jail's made plenty of mistakes. I think he still has made. Uh, he's played, made plenty of mistakes, sorry, but he's still been unlucky with injuries. Positive vibe asked earlier in the show, who in the injury list would change the results or the way we play or would at least give us a different option? So, out of the, the players who are currently out injured, I know we've already touched on Connor Goldson, but is there MDL, Stevie, that you think will come back and have an impact? Well, I think two centre-halves, two good centre-halves would have would have helped. Two really good defenders. Um, I, I think that's a, that, that's the biggest. I mean, our defence has been our biggest problem, isn't it? We've been been leaking goals left, right, and centre. And now, now we, we we could always sort of carry it because we were scoring goals, but we're not scoring goals anymore. And teams have got wise to us. Let's face it, teams are. I mean, that's the last two managers that, that have said, uh, shuttle them down the wing. Let them cross it in. We'll stick up two big centre halves there that head it away all day, and they've got wise to that. And we don't seem to do anything. I mean, you hardly see us going through the middle. It's uh, and when we do go through the middle, we're dangerous. I mean, Tillman had a shot right at the beginning uh, at the weekend. Going through the middle was luckily through the guy's legs, but we, we hardly ever go through the middle. And unfortunately, we've, uh, you, you keep hoping that somebody's going to. Every time Kent comes running in from the the outside inside, you, you, you're you're hoping he's going to shoot. And if he does shoot, it's a, a really poor shot, or it's white, it's high over the bar, or it's uh, it, same yesterday. He went past two or three players at the end up when we were chasing for the the goal in the last minutes. He went through past two or three players. And then you're hoping for him to get a good shot in. He puts in a, a, a tickler to the to the goalkeeper's easy right in the middle of the goal where the goalkeeper's standing. Uh, so it's just... Uh, and I, I always worry. Um, injuries can also start by a training, the way you're training. And I, I wonder, is, is the way that Gio's training the players... Uh, bringing the 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 they're sort of a, a they, they can get injured injuries easily. That's uh that's the one thing I always worry about because if if you if you've got really fit guys, then really injuries shouldn't happen as uh, as, as often as we're getting. I mean that's how many eleven players we've got out now or something like that. It's, that should be happening. Shouldn't be happening. Obviously, you can't do anything about uh, Leon King's injury yesterday. That that was uh, that was yeah. I I I think the way Maine went in, I don't think was that great either. No. But um, that's uh, you can't do anything. Leon uh, Geo can't do anything about that. That just happens in a game. David Park, we'll get your take on it. Um, I agree with some of the the comments and the for the the listeners. I think Tom Warden's was a massive blow, and I think him coming back brings that creativity and that spark that we've been lacking in in midfield and going forward. I think Yanis Hadji does the same, and I was a big, big. I mean, we've got the recordings for a year ago. I was a massive fan of Yanis Hadji and gutted when he was out injured. 
So I think they'll obviously we need to caveat all this with that they won't return from injury in day one, be up and running. There will be time, but I find those two absolutely give you something different, a bit more dynamism. Obviously, the obviously the centre half situation is going to be held with Connor Golson and then Yilmaz uh, left back. Um, for me, I think that's that's four players that come in and improve the team massively. Anybody for you? Well, I can honestly say you just hold the back page because I'm going to go controversial here because we do have a lengthy list of injuries, you know, and covering some some really good players. And, you know, that would you know, be some way of an explanation as to, to why we couldn't get a result against Ajax or Apple in Liverpool in the Champions League. We're up against the top, you know, players in Europe here. But it goes nowhere near explaining why we can't beat Livingston, St. Johnson and St. Mirren. So I'm just, the length of list of injuries, all teams get injuries. Do you think we're playing against team, you know, we're not playing against supermen. They've got injuries as well. So I'm not having that as an excuse for the SPFL. It's just not, I'm not wearing it. So no, it's up to Gio to get the, the squad together and, and the, the is that team yesterday not good enough to beat St Mirren? No, I totally agree with you. And this is when I was saying at the start, this doesn't excuse the team or the management squad from anything. But I think when we're crying out for different options, then I'm looking at the injury list and hoping that the they've went Bupa instead of the NHS. If we had had a, 11 players out in that pitch yesterday who had given their all, who, who were in it together, who supported one another, who didn't check out, then and we drew one each with St Mirren, I would take it. But they, they look like a ragtag outfit at the moment. No one, I, I don't know if they can look each other in the eye. Morelos is out there. I mean, and disinterested is, is he's set a new standard. Glenn Kamara didn't want to be there. And, and so that's what, what Gio has, has, has let, put out there to, for us to beat St, St Mirren. We didn't manage to do it. So... On the back of you know some of the other results, you know St Johnson last week, Livingston a couple of weeks ago, ain't good enough, Gio. Ain't good enough. So if you are incapable of getting those guys, you know, committed, organised, and get out there to beat teams of the, the level of St Johnson and St Mirren, then you're not the man for us. So as I say, say hello and wave goodbye. It's Gio. You're not the man for the job. So it's up to the. If I can see all of that and and. Lots of the Rangers fans can see that. And as you said, David, then the board can see that. And if they fail to act on this, then uh, you would you would have to say the, the question mark appears above their head. Because, you know, if they're, if they're not going to be able to identify what's wrong, what's systematically wrong here, and address those issues, then uh, they need to be told that the AGM, which will probably be a... I think it's coming up soon, which will probably be a, about burgers and bloody hot dogs and, you know, the usual list of, you know, big issues which we face at the moment. So if the board don't address these issues at or at that time and it all becomes, you know, some sort of PR exercise organised by Disney or something, then uh, that, that will tell me where our club are at the moment. Because if we're not going to be honest with ourselves, then uh, we're pretty much humped. Well... Oh, Davey's rambling away and he's left himself in mute. What do you like? 
Yeah, sorry. I seen somebody mention roof there. Um, oh fuck! It's the hope that kills you. I'm, I'm afraid the roof's on fire and burnt down. <laughs> oh, and that's that's the situation we're in. Now, I mean, this is all very much if if buts and maybes, and and we're clutching at straws, hoping if X, Y, and Z comes back, if we can get a new player in, and it just really, really sums up the situation we're in. And you know, I think it's. It will be nice to see some of these players come back, uh, but it's not going to it's not going to fix all all the Rangers' problems. I'm afraid, but um, I think that's as good a time as any to wrap up, gents. Um, that's that's us went on an hour um, rambling our, our thoughts on all things Rangers, and but we've not even scratched the edge. Um, a massive thank you to all the all the listeners as always. Um, it's really appreciated. If you can, just give us a like, follow, subscribe, wherever you're you're getting the podcast, whether it's on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Facebook, wherever. It's really much appreciated. Um, and hi, maybe the more times I can appear and follow, follow meltdowns, the more the, the listeners <laughs> will go up. Um, but over the next few weeks, we'll still be with you. And, um, Undecided if it'll be one or two pods a week yet. We'll we'll see who's um, who's recovered for the first half of the season and who's mentally prepared. But it'll be um, probably a mixture of um, any Rangers related news and as David T's uh, point holding up the World Cup schedule. So I don't have a I don't have a game to ask you for a prediction on gents, but I know you'll distrust the World Cup, but this will be my last podcast for the next three weeks because I'm flying off to Mexico for my thirtieth. So I well earn break for Rangers podcast, and I need it before I keel over. So give me your goodbyes and your prediction for who will win the World Cup this year. Starting with our foreign correspondent, David Thomason. Cheers for coming on. Yeah, thanks. I'm not going to go for Italy tonight anyway. <laughs> I, got, I got, I got, um. <laughs> put in my place for that one last, last week um, No, what I want to say is, is welcome and it's great to see people from all different parts of the world coming on it's uh, really Las Vegas I've seen uh, I've, I've forgotten where, where one boy came on from but it was one of the islands or something like that and uh, Frankfurt I think I've seen flashing past so it's great to see people coming on from all the all different parts of the world uh, really nice Um one other thing I want to say is some people say that I said what I said, it's, I shouldn't have said it because of the victims. Well, I've never known Celtic to have any bother about the victims. They've not worried about them up to now. So why why they're not going to worry about them in the future? Um, that's uh, just uh, to uh, finish off, I'll predict a team. I've got, I've got to go for Holland. I don't think they have any chance of winning it, but my, my heart says it's got, I've got to go for Holland. No, but um, I, Holland have always been my other international team, other than Scotland, and just because at the time when I started following Rangers, the glory days, um, it was under the advocate, and we had the likes of Van Brown Cross, Newman. My, I've said before in this pod, my all-time favourite player has been Ronald De Boer, so I've always just had this attachment to Holland. I'd love to see them, but you're right. Probably not. Um, David Park, who's going to win the World Cup? And of course, thank you for coming on. Well, if David get away with Italy, I'm going to be walking like Talbot. I did say on the other night France, but you know, after uh, 
Mason had pointed out that Firmino didn't make the Brazil squad. I'm thinking, well, they must be damn good. So I'm, I'm going to uh, jump ship and I'm going with Brazil. <laughs> just just on that fact alone, which is uh, probably tells you how fickle I am, but there you go. Well, well, I'm we can, we can uh, enjoy some uh, stress-free football because uh, it's been a wee bit stressful the, the, the first part of the season, isn't it? Because uh, I spend more time hurling than, than, <laughs> than, than encouragement. So... Well, I'm hoping. Well, Brazil for the World Cup and a new manager for Rangers. What was it? Gary Lineker always said the, the World Cups are when countries play all their games and at the end up Germany always win. <laughs> you can never write them off. Um, but for me, I'm going to go for Argentina. I think um, they're looking good. I think it'll be between Argentina and Brazil, but I've got a wee soft spot for Messi. And the whole Messi Ronaldo debate um, would be good for the um, the better of the two to win the World Cup um, and bow out like that. So I'm going to go Argentina. Um, uh, the, the wife always calls you Messi, does you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's feeling polite. And on that note, thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, enjoy. Uh, this is a very well earned um, winter break, not for the players for you guys following Rangers they've put it through the ringer so enjoy the time away for Rangers enjoy the World Cup and we'll speak to you over the next few weeks thanks for listening, we are the people Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 